0: episode of the Rat Chat. I'm your co-host, Sophie Shoemaker. Joined with my other co-host. Lucas. And today we are joined with a very special guest, Leo Halsdorf. So would you like to introduce yourself and then talk about what we're gonna talk about today?
1: Yeah, I'm Leo and
0: I'm here to chat a little bit about Rubik's Cubes. Which is a very cool topic. Um, I first just wanted to start off and ask, where did this like start like where did your interest in Rubik's Keeps start was it a YouTube video was it like people in school like it was at school um in fifth
1: grade I actually saw Robert Berry with one and I mean I, I just wanted to have one look fun so I learned how to solve it in probably about a week mm-hmm. did
0: you use like guides or like because I know there's YouTube, a specific yeah because alleg- yeah, okay did we all use the same YouTube video when I we don't were- know
1: <laughs> Cause- I used a few it's the first time I solved it, it took me like six hours
0: mm-hmm
2: so when you started, there's like several different ways to solve uh, like a standard three by three. Did you use like the beginner method and then move on to like the more complicated ones? I don't or know what I used.
1: Off? It was like it's I it was sort of a combination of the beginner method, but not for the last layer. Like the last layer I did is so, a little bit different. Yeah.
2: So um, I guess could you go over and like explains like how the um, how the algorithms work or like the the general concept behind those.
1: Yeah, so um, this is a scrambled cube. So the first thing you do is get the cross on the bottom like this, so the white pieces around the center mm-hmm. like that. And these also have to match on the sides so that all those white edge pieces have the same color on both sides. Mm-hmm. And then what I do, this isn't how I learned, but I get it pairs in like this to so the corner and the edge. And mm-hmm. this step is also mostly just intuitive. There aren't really algorithms for this step. Um, so the, the idea no is to layers. get the
2: first the first two layers, yeah. and then you... Um, what is it? It's you orient the last layer yep. so you get all the, the yellow tiles facing upwards mm-hmm. and you permutate the last layer, which means that you move all the edge pieces and all the corner pieces to their like respective locations. Yeah. How many algorithms are there for OLL and PLL? For yeah.
1: OLL there are 57 and PLL there are 21.
2: And how I guess how many moves on average? Like how many like rotations of the mm, specific faces?
1: I don't know, maybe 15, 10 or 15.
2: 10 or 15? How do you find space in your brain to
1: remember all those? So. Um, there are, well you can sort of break them up into like three or four move triggers that's sort of what they call them and you just memorize them by the triggers because they repeat themselves a lot like when you insert this pair like this into the first two layers, like there are four moves that come up a lot just in different variations and that's mm-hmm. basically what most algorithms are is just those three or four moves repeated in different ways. Gotcha. So
0: can I ask when you're solving a scrambled cube, do you like study the scrambled cube beforehand or do you really just like start in with like... It goes
1: a little faster if you know what you're doing for Mm -hmm. the cross. Like I usually plan out the cross and if I can see the first pair from the scramble, then I'll get that one done too Mm -hmm. without having to think about it.
0: Well, cause I know I've watched, when I was younger, I had an obsession with Rubik's <laughs> games and I used to watch speed cubing competitions mm-hmm. and you'd always, I mean, they would have like a couple seconds to like look over it. And then, so I always wondered, it's like, are the like, fingers just really fast or do they
1: like actually know what they're doing? So like, ones? if this is a scramble, right. Mm-hmm. And I did this and just start solving immediately. Like that's not going to yeah. be a very, which is what I result. did, right. which is, yeah. Okay. Um, that's why they do it at companies. started on the wrong side. It's fine. Um, yeah, definitely inspection time is necessary.
0: Yeah.
2: So I guess um, going from inspection time, do you have like a PBE that you're proud of, for for any type of cube? does it have to be like like what's your fastest or like what you like my fastest
1: time. This one is six point four five seconds, three by three. Um, two, yeah. this two by two is zero point eight seven, and then these two are just embarrassing. Yeah. The, <laughs> oh, it's so, <laughs> it's so embarrassing. I don't practice these a lot.
2: So I guess like you have like your standard three by three Rubik's cube. Um, what made you get into, like, the bigger ones and the smaller ones? Was it just, like, now what, or... Yeah, pretty much. Gotcha. Um, do you have I'd... a favorite one that's not the 3x3? Three three? Pyraminx, probably. Gotcha. It's
1: the triangle one, mm-hmm. so to speak. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, do you know
1: why? Because one time at a competition, I did really well in it. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah, That'll do it. I made um, it to the finals in Pyraminx, so... Gotcha.
2: Okay. How are competitions, like, how are they formatted?
1: Um... Just a bunch of people. Anybody can go. Mm-hmm. They do it in heats, but it's not based on anything mm-hmm. like gender, like age or anything like that. Anybody can compete with anybody. So I could end up with like a world class speed or like if Miss Boland were to do a Rubik's cube <laughs> competition, she could end up with a world class speed cuber. Because um, you really, it's it's just like an organizational
0: thing. Mm-hmm.
1: The heats. Now is
2: there um, like a is there like a Rubik's cube federation that like <laughs> hosts the tournaments or like what's, Yeah, how did, okay, World gotcha. Cube Association.
0: How do you uh, get connected with that? Is that just like completely online or yeah, are there just like chapters? Google it and <laughs> I mean I don't know. Like, it's, it's
1: just like... um Google World Cube Association and I don't remember what I did, but it must not have been that hard because I did it. So
2: So just... when you went where was the competition at?
1: Um I've been to Fourteen. I don't remember where the first one was. was I think it was in like Northern Virginia somewhere.
2: Fourteen. Oh, wow. wow. That's crazy. Um, do you have any like I guess interesting experiences from any of those that stand out.
1: I made some friends, I guess. Sometimes they sell cubes at competitions, so those are always the most fun ones to get. Um, even if it's just a different three by three, you gotta have like a million three x yeah. threes.
2: Do you have a do you have a favorite like um, model or brand of Rubik's cube?
1: It depends on the type of cube. For three by three, Gan. Everything else, pretty much Qi, uh, I think is how you say that. Q I Y I is how it's spelled.
2: Very so, nice. are you um, are you a fan of like the Maglock? So, I guess to kind of explain for the audience, um, three by threes have this tech where they there's magnets in each of the um, faces, and they help slot they help connect the faces when you make a turn. Um, the,
1: this uh, all of these are magnetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I have four on the table. There's a two by two, a three by three, a four by four, and a five by five. But uh, they basically have med- magnets in the pieces, so the corners can, can sort of stick to the, the, the edges. You don't flip the corners. They you quit to- if you can't solve it. <laughs> it's bad for the cube to do that. Yeah. So, um, the, basically, the corners sort of stick to the edges, and it makes turning just a little easier, and it mm-hmm. keeps it like helps it keep its cube shape a little bit, so <laughs> it doesn't lock up as much. So it's it was a really nice idea, and now they have again uh, the brand I like for three by threes, but they're starting to put magnets in the core, mm. so the corners like. From the bottom of that piece, sort of stick to the middle of the cube and it basically turns itself. It's crazy. I'd at least want to try one of those. I don't need to have one, but it would be nice not- if I could get to a competition again eventually. Yeah.
0: Are those closer to like the traditional, like speed cubing cubes that you see? No, those are new. The those, Maglev, those those the magnetic core. Now.
1: Yeah. Um, they're not traditional at all. That's new technology, and it's, like, it's insane. That and the price really cool. tag is insane. Oh, yeah, well, that <laughs> was my next question. Like, how much is, how much is one of those going you back? It's pretty bad? ridiculous. The Maglevs are, like, $70, $80. It's gotcha. Because
2: I, I knew, like, the, there were some that were, like, in the 60 range, but I didn't know they got all the way up to the 80 And that's for just, like, a standard 3x3, right? Only Gand. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah.
1: mean, it's only my favorite because they're the nicest cubes. I can handle other ones. Like, Dion has been making good 3x3s recently. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Um, have you ever been to, into, um, like, more, like, of the 3D rendered, like, algorithm, or, like, I remember when I was younger, I used to, like, brain rot on YouTube watching these videos mm-hmm. of, like, a thousand by a thousand, like, it, it oh, just, yeah. like, solving through that whole thing. Yeah. Have you ever found, like, have you been into that or found, like, an actual, like, application to the real world that you could use the, by knowing these algorithms, or some more just... From
1: Rubik's Cubes? No. No. <laughs> it's just, it's pretty much its own thing. I mean, people who do this or, like, people who would be on this podcast in the first place, like, yeah, nerds. Wow. To, um, <laughs> wow, you heard it here first. <laughs> um, I don't know, people who enjoy solving puzzles, I guess. It's not the same thing as, like, a jigsaw puzzle at all, yeah. but, um, I don't know, it's fun.
0: I don't know, it's it's a way to, like, yeah. challenge yourself, yeah, too, because you I, can keep getting faster.
1: And, and thousands after a while, not really, I mean, I've been sitting at around 11 or 12 yeah. seconds on 3 by 3 for several years now. Yeah, oh, wow.
2: so I guess my question is, like, at first, right, when you first, like, learn, when you're learning how to solve Rubik's Cube, it's, like, the you get enjoyment from it because you're, like, learning something. Yeah. But I guess, do you, how do you, like, have fun and enjoy yourself, like, after you lo- learn how to solve it? Is it just, like, just do it like slow improvement? Is that what, like...
1: Honestly, at this point, just doing it is relaxing. Gotcha. Um, okay. Just over and over and over again.
0: Is this something, like, a lot of people know about you, or do you just, like... Pretty much. Okay, because, like, do you just, like, whip it out and be like, hey, <laughs> like, every I get solve
1: a a like, six seconds. Every a once in a while, I'll take it out, and there will be someone in the room who didn't know I could do it, and they'll well, be shocked.
0: I remember walking in, I was just going to ask Miss Bolin a question, <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, who is that? <laughs> but it's very, it's very impressive, but it's Thank also, you. it's just super cool. I just, I enjoy when people have similar interests, even if it's something, like, people think it's, like niche, I guess, but there's just such a huge community of cubers, and I think it's, I don't know, it's really cool to see a bunch of people brought together by that.
2: Gotcha. So to kind of, like, this is tangential. There's a concept in, like, computer science. Um, It's some paradox, but the name, like, escapes me. But basically the idea is that things that are super, super easy for humans to do, like pick up a Rubik's cube, or, like, you know, pick up a cup in different places, or, like, match things together based on common qualities are actually really hard to program computers to do. And the opposite is true. So things like, you know, multiplying like tons of digits together mm-hmm. is really easy for a computer to do, but a human would probably need paper and, you know, like a calculator or something. So in terms of Rubik's Cubes, they're actually like pretty easy for computers to solve. And I was wondering how your thought process when you're like learning a new algorithm or I guess like doing a solve like Is it more muscle memory for you or is it like more cerebral and you're trying to pick like what algorithm to do, especially for like the OLL and PLL stages?
1: Uh, I think it's a lot of muscle memory Mm. because like the triggers I was mentioning before, you sort of do those for muscle memory. Mm. Like it's sort of those finger tricks, like I'll use my thumb to sort of push the top like that and then double flicks like that with my index and middle finger on the top layer. And sometimes I can just do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. and I just sort of see it, and my fingers know what to do. So after a while, like, especially with the top layer, like, I see this case, and I know it's that. Yeah. Because I, I know all of them. Um, but, like, I've practiced those so many times, like, my hands just know what to do pretty much at this point. Yeah. There's not a lot of thought involved. I mean, there is when you're learning it, but yeah. after you yeah. learn it, it's, like, pretty much entirely in your hands. Like, you don't think, are you are Prime you <laughs> while you're doing the sub. Yeah. Um,
2: so I guess, like, to kind of, like, double back to the maglev stuff, um, do you think that the... Um, recent, like, world record um, attempts and, like, the world record being broken has been due to, like, the increasing... not complexity, but, like, the the better cube design, I guess?
1: Partially. I think a lot of that is psychological. Like, this nice mm. cube is going to make me turn better, and that gets to their head, and they're going to...
2: Like, it works. Like, they basically, like, placebo yeah, effect. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, I don't think the 3.47 would have happened with, like, a cube from 2012. But, I, yeah, it's i really want to try mag love because i want to see what all the hype is about yeah that's
2: it's it's very interesting because like whenever there's any type of speed running or like speed doing anything it's so interesting for to me to see how like even like a half second difference is so crazy like the difference between like being like a six second solve versus like a four second solve is like crazy that
1: is a huge yeah that's difference. a huge gap yeah.
2: And that's something you don't see in a lot of like day-to-day stuff. Um, where something like two seconds could be so impactful on like your ability as like a you know solver or like you're basically your ability is anything, mm-hmm. right? Because if you're two seconds for like a cross-country runner, that's not a big a big right. gap. But if you're two seconds for a speed cuber, that's like or that's for because it's I mean
1: really yeah. a yeah. larger percentage of the solve, so it feels bigger. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I just think it's different. Like depending on like what scale you're operating on. I mean, obviously, yeah. two seconds for a cross-country runner isn't going to be that much. But mm-hmm. I mean. If you were to scale it down, like, relatively, it would also be, like, that 0.5 seconds in the cross-country runner's time, so. Do you know how, like, the mechanisms work for, like, starting and, like, how timing works? Is it, like, a like a sensor Oh yeah. that they use, um, or?
1: So they use stack mat timers, like, for speed stacking with cups. Um, oh. It's the same timer. So you put both your hands on it, mm-hmm. um, and the cube is just there in front of you, mm-hmm. and you have to hold your hands on there for 1.5 seconds. I think that's what it is. I don't remember. I haven't been to a competition in... Probably two years, but um,
0: oh, they didn't do virtual stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just didn't
1: want to. It wouldn't have been fun. So um, you have your hands on there, and mm-hmm. then you pick it up, and you have to drop it before you hit your hands on the timer. So like gotcha. if you're sort of do like that, that's cheating, and it is it would count as a DNF, um, which means did not finish, and that's mm-hmm. all, just doesn't it? You, it's basically just like null and void. So it counts towards your average. You just don't get a time for it. So it's basically gotcha. like an infinite time. Okay. So those are not good. Actually, my first competition solve was a DNF. Um, <laughs> no. It's uh, yeah. Hold on, let me get this solved really quick. Yeah.
0: They're solving this in like real um, time. Like what? It, like that. I put it
1: down like that. So if it were this, mm-hmm. that they add two seconds to your time. Like when it's one turn away, like more than forty-five degrees away, like mm-hmm. that. So that's plus two seconds. That's valid, and this is DNF. So if gotcha. it's a middle slice away, then that's a DNF. Yeah. Okay.
0: Because I've definitely seen like competitions before where they would just like put it down and then it was like kind of out of place, and I was like, does that? Really if it's count kind or...
1: of out of place, then that counts. Just, but it has to be less than forty-five degrees away.
2: How do you advance to the finals? Like, do they? Is it an average or is it like one and done? Like, yeah.
1: You do five solves, and mm-hmm. they take the mean of the middle three solves. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Very cool. Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much for being on here. It's super cool learning yeah. about this. It's a little, like, blast from the past for me. <laughs> um, do you have anything to say before you wrap up? Uh, no,
2: <laughs> I had a great time talking about <laughs> Rubik's Cubes. I'm a fan. Apparently we're all nerds, but that's okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay, it's true. But anyway, I want to thank you guys so much for watching, and I hope you guys tune in for the next episode.